What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. You're like, air up the room. <laughs> it's fine. A bomb just went off. <laughs> All right, what's up, guys? I'm Jeff Perla, and I'm here with my good friend, the Garrett Swan. Of the Santa Barbara Swans. Ah, uh, well, I've actually never been there. How is it? Santa Barbara? Yeah. You haven't? No. Oh, it's, uh, let's see. I always think of Santa Barbara like an island because okay. it's its own world. Like, literally, there's nothing th- 20 miles be- uh, below it and 20 mi- uh, t- 30 miles above it. So but you're like where in relation to LA? It's like it's, what, 20 minutes? No, no, no. It's like an hour and a half north of LA. Oh. So it's really in its own world and it's beautiful. There's the mountains, there's the ocean, and it's like a little Spanish town. So you feel like you're in Spain, but you're really not. Hot. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's great for Instagram photos. I was going to say, Spanish oh man is my vibe. So, like, <laughs> if I can go to a Spanish little town, wonderful. Well, it is very, it's very Latino, but, um, and very Latino based, but it's, um, great Mexican food, great food. It's just a super chill a- atmosphere. People are super cool, super nice. Um, like, this me. is where you grew up, right? This is where I grew up. Yeah. I was born and raised. And, um, it was just a super relaxed vibe. Like, nobody, like, it, they used to call it uh, for the newlyweds and the nearly deads, but now it's it's much more of a it's I don't know it's just a chill town. Like my friends have like have startup companies there. Like one owns a pickle company and pickle company. He, wow. Yeah, he's a pickler, and um, and so and you know my my parents moved there in the late early sixties because they were living in Toronto and my dad was over the winters and so. Um, my brother was born in, in Toronto and then my sister and I were bo- both born in Santa Barbara mm-hmm. and then, and all my rel- like half, all my relatives moved there except from there were some left in Toronto and then most of all my mom's sisters and their families moved to Santa Barbara. They like made everyone Santa make Barbara. the move. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Would you go Santa back? Santa Babs. Oh, Santa Babs. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go back or you think you're like a New York boy now? Um, I think I'm more of a New York boy. I think I have a more of a New York mentality being here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a complete spaz. Like I'm, I need like. I, I wish I had spaz Garrett. I've never seen him or experienced, <laughs> but it's probably for the better. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You don't experience it. I'm like stressed out. Like this morning, I was like, I'm stressed out today. Um, <laughs> like over what? Well, well, I like anxiety. Like anxiety is like a real thing. So it's. Uh, it's just a matter of dealing with it. And, you know, you have to do the meditation. You yeah. have to do all the great things. I for used to just run and it off. Positive vibes, bringing in positive energy <laughs> in the day. That's my Santa Barbara. I always say that I have a California heart and a New York state of mind. It's probable. Yeah, because it's like, again, I, I love Santa Barbara, but and I love to go there. Mm-hmm. But then after a week, I'm completely antsy. And I'm like, okay, I need to go walk. I but need are you to- excited for like, you love the lifestyle or more to see your family or? I love seeing my family and friends. Like that's yeah. more. And I, I think it's just more of like relaxing, sleeping, spending time with my family and friends and um, and kind of going on hikes and, you know, going to the gym and yeah. just, and going going out to eat going on beach walks with my like friends. not just seeing walls of concrete in your face at all times exactly it's like <laughs> it's, there's like open space and open air like my parents have this beautiful patio that looks out to the mountains and all their the canyon that they live in mm-hmm. and so it's just really it's very pleasant and very beautiful and and it's just kind of like i can just breathe some bre- uh, fresh air so it's great i feel that i yeah. feel like with new york it's like 
I love living here and I don't know where else I would literally ever live. Right. But I feel like I need to know in the back of my head, like, oh, you're leaving in three weeks to go here. Right. Well, I, I'm always traveling, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always on the go. I'm always, like, for work, uh, whether it be work or going to... Ca- I, I usually have the trifecta of the <laughs> United States. It's Or, like, I say um, it's either New York, L.A., or Miami. It's like, always. It's, it's always, like, Florida. I feel like all the like, then, New York gays go to Miami. Yeah, they, they kind of do. But <laughs> I, I go to West Palm Beach because my best friend's down there. So um, I, 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 I need... When I leave New York, I need quiet. Like, I need that quiet time. Yeah, I feel and, that. And we all need that. I think that's it's just to get a little perspective and a little uh, fresh air. You are you feel like a new person. Like, everyone's like, oh, come to London. And I'm like, it's exactly like New York. Exactly. Like, there's or, no or, point oh, come for to me Paris. going there. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I get it. That's not a really a vacay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like more work that I'm not trying to have. And uh, right. London's weather shit. So it it can it yes, but it can. There's been times where I was there in an October one year, and it was like 84 degrees. Mm. Yeah, which was really great. But well, maybe we'll go there and take some butt pictures together. Well, exactly, it's global warming. So when I upload, yeah, this where podcast, are you taking I'm me? If I'll do another. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'll do another butt picture for you <laughs> if you um, fit the bill. And be what do my you mean sugar... if I fit the bill? Yeah, because you could be my sugar baby. Oh well, listen. Should we start? <laughs> you this probably make more money than me, anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so. We're going to answer some of your questions, and a lot of you were asking Garrett and I about being a sugar baby and a sugar dad, and is Garrett my sugar dad? Wasn't that a good transition for me? That I went into, <sighs> Thank right you into for that. doing that for me, because I don't know how to do this still yet. <laughs> so I'm going to ask Garrett a couple questions that you guys asked, and then maybe you'll learn if Garrett's my sugar dad or not. Oh, so there, I could <laughs> Some be. people thought you were. Really? Yeah, I got some messages being like, oh, has he, have you guys hooked up? And I was like, LOL. No. I didn't respond. <laughs> I kept it very Lulz. open-ended. I was just like, mm-hmm, heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have to listen to this episode. Wouldn't so, you want to know? Exactly. Like, you have to learn. So, I don't know. So, have you ever had a sugar dad yourself when you were younger? No, because I don't like... I mean, I get that concept, and I think it's, um, to be realistic about this, I, I feel like it's more about companionship. I mm-hmm. think people, they, a sugar daddy is uh, idealistically someone who offend, uh, foots the bill for someone else. For well, I mean, realistically, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that's, listen, whatever works for, I, I have no, really no opinion on it, mm-hmm. but um, I, I don't, like, I, if I were in a relationship with somebody, I want or a partnership or a, a have a companion, I want that to be an equal relationship. I don't want I I was in a relationship when I was twenty six to twenty nine with an um, an older man. Um, I was the younger one, and um, I love, but I loved him so much. Like he he made more money than you know. It was, he like it wasn't he, the financial transaction. No, it was it, like real. Chemistry. It wasn't. It was a real chemistry, and I like I genuinely loved him so much, and I still do. I mean, I haven't heard from him in many many years, but um, sadly. But uh, I, I I again, I think whatever works for whoever. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I again, I I don't. You know, I I think it becomes kind of a control issue for the the older person because when if you're fitting the bill, you have you have con, kind of have control over the younger generation yeah. in a sense. And and I don't 
for me, like to have someone younger, even if I've dated younger, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I always say we're equals. The only difference is, is I have so many more years experience than you do. Yeah. And I may share my wisdom, but I will never tell you what to do. I yeah. will always, I will always, if you have something that, oh, and you may teach me something that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and because millennials are, 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 are much more go-getters than we, my generation is. Yeah. And I feel that, um, that the, I went in a brain fart right now. <laughs> um, I, but I think that I, I again, I, again, whatever works, but I've really never had that circumstance before. I've never footed the bill for someone. Like I have a friend I always treat because mm-hmm. he always does like he always does uh, stuff for me, like help with my web design and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, just like the favors that are not publicly seen, basically. right? And yeah. then, and I'm always generous with him because um, I know that he's he's struggling and so on and so forth. I'm not going to name any names, yeah, of course. Um, but he, and and he always calls me dad, and I always call him son. So and and that's and we just have this really great relationship. We mm-hmm. just have this great friendship, and um, and he always goes to bat for me, and I go to bat for him. So no, I and, feel this. Yes. I don't know. Do you th- so you know like the dating websites though, right? Like one of them's called Seeking Arrangements. Yes. You ever heard of that yes, one? Yes, I have. So like truthful story, you're gonna judge me, but like fuck it, you know. So <laughs> when I no was twenty two. I'll just make comments. <laughs> and I'll probably get a text after being like, Jeff, what did you say today? <laughs> um so when I was twenty two, I first like was moving to New York right out of college. Right. So I was like 70k in debt from student loans. Okay. I was like 13,000 in credit card debt. So like complete shit show, right? Like okay. not circumstances you should be moving to New York under. Of course not. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the first job I can get and like once I live in New York, like I'll figure it out. <laughs> so like I got a job as a job recruiter. Okay. <laughs> making 35k. Okay. And I was like, I can't afford to live here. Like this is not how I projected like my new york life to be like i wanted to be like a classy bitch like have a penthouse apartment like i was like what am i gonna do so i started like exploring the gay scene of course for the first time and all these like older men would like come up to me and they're like oh are you interested in like a financial exchange i mean look at you how cute are you oh thanks you are cute so why wouldn't they come up to you well i was a little pudgier back then (laughs) (laughs) thank god for the gym oh thank god for chicken nuggets too though because you know (laughs) (laughs) or chicken tenders come on no chicken tenders for sure i love do you know stickies What's Stickies? Stickies Chicken Finger Joint in New York. No. Oh my God, we're going to have to go. It's okay. the best place Could ever. Could you take me to lunch there after this? I, perfect. Okay. <laughs> but so everyone was basically telling me like to download this website. It's called Seeking Arrangements. Yeah. So I downloaded it and literally in a matter of a day, I like scheduled three dates with these like old ass guys that week. Okay. And I was like, let's just see what happens. I met this older guy. Did you have to trade favors? So... I didn't know what to do. So I was like, I'm just going to go on these dates and see what happened. And so after the first one, he's like, oh, you don't charge for a first date? And I was like, am I supposed to be doing that? And so I made like this whole rate card that I would just blast out to all these people on the website. And I was like, it's $400 to go on a dinner date with me, this much for this, blah, blah, blah. So I met this guy who basically paid me for like three months to go on dinner dates with him like twice a week. Oh, wow. And that's how I ended up getting my first apartment in New York and all my furniture. Hey, listen, and you know what? 
If, but if, I will say I did not sleep with him because I pretended I was emotionally damaged after my breakup. So he just basically <laughs> paid me for dinner dates. But after the three months, the cock he was like, all right, what are you doing? It's been three months. And I was like, oh, I just am not ready. <laughs> and that was the end of my sugar dad experience. But so so your, emotion, your, your emotional trauma was your cock blocker, basically. Pretty much. Okay, my, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like that's a good excuse now. I, I think it's a great excuse. Like, how how do you deny emotional trauma? Well, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> well, you can't. No, because sometimes you just can't get it up when you when you have emotional trauma. Or in, yeah. You're like, you're like, it's just not working today. Sorry. <laughs> you fed me too many chicken nuggets today. I'm sorry. I can't do this. <laughs> this beluga caviar, I'm having an allergic reaction. Ew. <laughs> not for me. I love, I love caviar. Well, you're like a little bougier than me. I'm totally much bougier. But there's, there, actually, there's, there's certain foods that I don't, like those kind of, like I love, um, I love Sevruga caviar, and I love it with the little blinis and the and the creme fraiche and the, all the the accoutrement, the the crumbled egg and the little onion. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. Like I love that. That's one of my favorite things. Until literally three seconds ago, I just thought caviar was caviar. I there, didn't know there was like different kinds of th- caviar. There's different kinds. Oh wow! There you go. We learn something new every day, Jeffrey. Mm, well, it's definitely not something I'm going to ever try, I'm assuming. Yeah. But you never know. <laughs> I could just get older and my taste buds will change, but probably who, who not. Know, who knows if you're going to meet a guy on... Are you, are you still doing that or no? No, I ended after three months. I was okay. like, all right, grow the fuck up and like get a job. Yeah, right. And like A J-O-B. Yeah, and then I turned into a hustler. Uh, you did? <laughs> <laughs> did you really? No, but you know what I mean? Like, you just like do not anything for a paycheck but you know what i'm saying so like between brunches and hosting events and like i'll pick up random freelancing jobs right i just i'm not meant to pretty much be stuck somewhere nine to five like i think there's i think that i have like really no opinion again i don't have an opinion i think whatever works for you works and and it's like good for you you know if that's the if that's the route you have to go that's the route you have to go mm-hmm. and then you made a choice so yeah. you made a choice to go i want to get a job and i want i want to be self sufficient i don't want to rely on somebody else mm-hmm. and i think there's a um and i and and i commend you for that because i think there's a um there's a great um it it's self self esteem building when you can say i got a job and i'm not just depending on somebody like mm-hmm. i i love self sufficiency i love being able to pay my own rent and pay my bills and not have somebody kind of bail me out of all situations i mean i've i've been lucky that in the past and when i and when i was in dire straits that my folks like would help me out and give me a loan and stuff mm-hmm. like that and they've always um you know and my father used to say uh be- better owe me than beat me out of it you know so and and you know we we, it is, you know, we're in a world that, you know, uh, it's that it is a struggle to, especially in New York is to live here. And, you know, and I, like, you know, we're, we're constantly having to go out and socialize and network and all that. And, it, and, and it everything, co- nobody realizes the amount of money that goes into that event. Oh, like no clue. And yeah. it's, and, but to go out all the time, you, you spend a lot of money. But at least I will say this, like, yes, everyone's like, oh, you're so lucky you get to go out and it's free food and free drinks and your life's so hard. And uh, blah, blah, no. blah. 
but it normally is. Yes. But it's the fact that you have to have good shoes. You need an outfit. Then right. you have to take an Uber or something because you can't show up off the subway because then you get judged because you look like that guy oh, I don't, at an event. Oh, I love dressing up and taking the subway. Really? Oh, Dude. I, oh, oh, totally. Because it was funny. I did an interview with my friend from um, GQ, um, Nicole De La Rosa. We were talking about the GQ man. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like there's no shame in, in taking public transportation and dressing to the nines. I think there's, I think there's a, a mystique to it. And, and I... I'm, I'm, I will get somewhere quicker. You on, do on the subway. Yeah. Then with traffic in New York, which is way worse than it was when I lived here. I lived here many years ago. <laughs> I was I, like, what do you mean when okay, you lived here? <laughs> wait, I lived here in 1988 to 1990 and 92 to 94. And it was a different place. New York was completely different than it is now. In a scarier way or more? No, I actually like it better. It's 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 much more urban. It's like it's much more fixed up. I think the city is much. I feel safer, mm-hmm. uh, and I I feel like I can walk around and not be paranoid that somebody's gonna mug me or like take your phone. Or exactly. Yeah. Oh, my phone's in my hand all the time. I'd like backslap something but i think the good thing at least everyone here has a phone now so like no one's really going to take your phone because you know that person who's going to steal your phone has a phone yeah every, right I, right like what are they going to do with it but i, mean, I will say people will steal money in two seconds of course so that's why i never carry cash in my wallet i mean what's cash <laughs> exactly <laughs> like literally what is cash did you see they're going to make a metro card that you can pretty much just like auto pay it and just tap on the machine oh, and then finally like, yeah cannot wait when are they doing that i don't know i saw it like in an Ugh. article like two months ago and they said they're trying it out at like one station like kind of soon like in the summer but all the other stations will be normal it's about time like when you go to london and you just like tap your oyster card it's amazing it's amazing like in hong kong it's the same way like and how many times do you lose your shit Oh, you know what I mean? Like uh, it's exactly unreal. Then and that you can just tap your wallet on the on the mm-hmm. thing instead of taking out a card all the time. And I last week brilliant. I got charged four times for making like one thing. So then you have to call five one one and you're like, hey, you charge me four times I, and then you have to wait for a new card. It's just not a convenient process at all. It's a problem. It's a huge problem. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna ask you some questions that people okay. asked me. Okay. And then you let me know. Your answer. Okay. So, Garrett Swan, are you still single? I am currently single. Are you seeing anybody like halfway kind of? Oh. I feel like you always have a flunky. Every time I see you, you always got like someone-ish. No, I'm, 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 there's someone I love very much, but it's a little complicated. I think you told me this story. Is it the same one from like literally last year? Uh yes, it's it's on the DL. Yeah, I, I yeah. as long as I know it, it's fine. I just don't um, want to feel out of the loop. But I until that moment, you know, I, I you know, finding somebody is kind of I I need somebody who I connect with on so many different levels, mm-hmm. and um, it you know there, and it's it's hard to find. And half the time I'll go on a date, and then suddenly, and then I'll text them and say, hey, that was really great. And then they're like, yeah, that was great. And then I never hear from them again. It's the worst. It's, it's like New York syndrome. I know. It's like, uh, what? Okay, you ghosted me. Why? So how do you find guys to go on dates with? Are you more of like, let's meet in person at a bar? Are you more dating apps? I'm, I'm, I've done some dating apps, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like it needs to happen organically. Mm-hmm. Um, even on dating apps, you know, um, it's meeting guys is, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it, 
it's uh i mean everybody wants to everyone wants to have sex let's like mm-hmm. let's let's get honest about that like everyone just wants you know and i get a lot of love in it and even instagram like i get i've actually gone on dates from instagram 100 always yeah, and and listen i'd rather know more about the person and do it from that platform than i would on a dating platform because for some reason there's some more organic exchange happening so it's not like hey like you want to go out or whatever. And and it just, it just ends up happening into, that's how I met the last person is that. But it does come off a little, like, I don't want to say unattractive or uninteresting, but like, I don't enjoy going on a date with like a fangirl, if that makes sense. Yes, I agree. I don't want, uh, uh, a lot of people are like, daddy, 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 I'm obsessed with you. You know, it's like, I'm, I just want an equal. Yeah. I want to, I want a partner, you know, it doesn't matter your age. It's just somebody who connects on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I'm not opposed to someone, you know, 25 versus someone who's my age, you know, or a little bit older as well. So, it, you know, and I want somebody that a, that I have a lot in common with and that, you know, that we're both going to um, do the same things and who, uh, but uh, more so a communicative um, relationship, someone I can really communicate with that the first person that if anything bad or good happens to me, they're the, they're the first call and the first text. Yeah, you need someone reliable. Yeah, someone who can pick up the phone and 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 it's not a weird thing. Like sometimes you'll go on a couple of dates and then you kind of don't, you're like, oh, do I text him? Or I'm just going to say hi. I don't yeah. care. I'm going to be like, Do you think there's like, like what's like a timeline that's like, okay, you kind of have to make a decision. Whatever. It's, that's I, what I, I'm I, saying. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any rules. There's so much pressure, I think. There is a lot of pressure. And you just you just go with what your gut says. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're thinking about the person and to tell them something nice and say, hey, I'm thinking about you today. Hope you're having a great day. To wish someone well and all that. And sometimes people just, they don't even respond. And you're like, why don't you respond like just an say hour like, hey, later? Thanks. I, or, or say, oh, you too. Or, you know, um, have a great day. And it's like, oh, I can't talk right now. I'm in the middle of work or whatever, yeah. you know. But just communicate. But there's there's a, there's a there's a big problem in the gay community of guys learning to communicate. There's like a big I, I think there's a big issue with that because I think are, it's more afraid. than communicating though because I think it's no one here like really values like a relationship. I feel like and that's like to be completely transparent like whether it's a friendship or like a boyfriend or anything. I just feel like the minute something better comes along. It's like, oh, I want to do this. Right. Or even in regards to making plans. It's like you might make plans with like three people and then you're like, oh, this comes along. And then someone ends up like, you're like, oh, I thought you couldn't do anything. But now you're at this movie premiere right. with this guy right. who you're not even really friends with. Right. You know? Well, I think every both parties need to make an effort. And if one is making more of an effort than the other, that's then that's a sign that the other person's not interested. Mm-hmm. And, and that's fine. And... I can accept what you know because I always know that there's somebody out there that is gonna, and I've I've just had a, bad, a lot of bad luck. That's all. Like, would you say you regret those, or it's been like a good learning experience? I think it's been a good learning experience. It's mm-hmm. actually it's it made it, it's made me chill out a lot more. Like I'm now I'm like okay whatever. Yeah, no. I don't get so I don't get so bent out of shape. Like I used to, I'd be like, they didn't call me. Or, they did that. <laughs> and then I'm, and then I turn into a psychopath. Like, why aren't yeah. they talk? Why aren't they texting me back? Did I do something wrong? Da 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 da. And then I start getting all in my head, all in about, your own head. Oh, yep. and it's so stupid. And yep. it's like, oh, whatever. Like, and it's like you don't like the person you become from that. It's just like not a good energy, right? 
If they're into it, they're into it. If they're not, they're not, you know. That's why I think I like just avoid it as a whole because I don't like the person I get because it never goes well. Right. So I feel like every time I start to like try to go on dates and see where things go and I'm like, Jeff, just be open-minded, like blah, blah, blah. And then it's always like, all right, I distance myself immediately because you don't want that side of you to come out eventually. Right. True. So I get it. I get it. That's kind of what I've learned so far. Okay. So basically, we're both single. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next person wants to know, how do you stay in shape? Um, I go to the gym seven days a week. And this has been like, since when? Like your whole life? Have you always been like that? No. I mean, I really started working out when I was 25. Um, there was a period of time um, in my 30s where I kind of slacked off, but um, I, I've I love feeling fit. Mm -hmm. uh, I love, you know, not to say that I don't like seeing myself look good, like physically good, mm -hmm. um, but that from a health perspective as well, I'm healthier now at 49 turning 50 than I was at 28. No, I, well, I feel like the lifestyle in your 20s is not great. Right. You know what I mean? Like you eat like shit, you sleep four hours. And you drink a lot of alcohol. Like, yeah. And most gay men. I mean, alcohol is the. That part of it, you know, what right. I mean? there's a lot more substances that are tossed around left and right. And I'm like, uh, right. Well, you know? it, it's it's if you can do it in moderation, I always say if you can do it in moderation, that's great. Mm -hmm. Like and every so often, you know, you party or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I, I couldn't do that. I have like a total addictive personality. And uh, so I anything was it was either black or white mm -hmm. and so like and you're all in or you i'm all in or i'm yeah. you know and i'm i'm to the i'm i'm off the race on the races you know mm -hmm. i'm just go yeah uh and i just feel like feeling fit and feeling healthy and and knowing how to eat for my body like a lot of people always ask me what my diet is and I know how to eat for my body. I go to this um, naturopath in San Diego. I've been going to her for 22 years and I get a blood test every year. And basically she knows what my body wants or doesn't want. That's so, so interesting. And so pretty much she's like, oh, for breakfast you have the most energy if you have like eggs and toast right, instead of oatmeal anymore. Right, exactly. Or or, or for me, it's more protein. Like carbo I, I can process carbohydrate, but it's also about your digestion. People mm -hmm. don't realize what your digestion does because when you when you eat, you know, you're, it goes into your gut after that or it goes into your intestines after that and where where it filters the food and where, mm -hmm. it, and you know, the nutrients that go to your body and how, how, um, how that happens. So I, I, I've been educated over the years about this and, and I think that it's just really worked for me and I know what my body wants and what it doesn't. It's being, it's kind of being hyper aware of what my energy level is. It's like, wait a minute, I'm farting all the time. Why am I yeah. so gassy? It's like, you know, so, and it's, it's probably something in my gut that's happening. So, you know, she'll be like, take more probiotics. And so I, I do that. And usually that goes away. Is this something that changes every year though? Like, cause you know how like your taste buds, they say like, oh, try again in like seven years. Cause like your taste buds change and you might like gain an acquired taste to it. Right. True. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you need to go every year or is it something that's like, I like to check in every year yeah. because um, I want to know if there's anything off in my blood chemistry mm -hmm. and, and what my body's doing. I want to know and, and I want to be able to fix it. Does it actually change year to year though? Sometimes I'm actually, it's gotten better. Apparently my last blood work that I just got was like, she goes, I've never seen you so healthy ever. Wow. 
Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. Like I'm, I'm, I'm at the peak of my life. I'm like uber healthy. Yeah, yeah. That's. But I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol either. I don't smoke. So um, I do have a, like smoke a jewel every so often, but because um, it's just that that fixation, the habit of uh, just that, yeah. yeah. And so I mean, I quit smoking many years ago, but uh, but still, I love that that habitual thing. Nothing like a good USB to the mouth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Some battery acid, um, but uh, but going to the gym, I lift mostly. Um, I lift weights because I find that I stay leanest if I my body likes to lift mm-hmm. um, and like strength training versus endurance training. That's just what my body likes. Um, or uh, I can I can do endurance training, but I don't I I don't tend to um, my body doesn't react. To that as much as lifting. And when you say like endurance training, you're talking like the soul cycle, like Barry's like boot camp ex- type ex- thing. Exactly. Like yeah. that, like kind of, or, or even CrossFit or like Tone House kind of stuff, like, mm-hmm. or, like or running or swimming or so, uh, more monotonous sports uh, or cycling. Um, my body, you know, you ha- knowing your, some people, some people are more apt to that than others. So you need to find that out. For, and I got a DNA test that told me that. Interesting. Yeah, so that's a new thing that's going to be popping up everywhere. So like DNA test, meaning like what exactly? Like what does it tell you? It basically t- says anything that's your body genetically from from where you, you get your... It's not just your... your ans- it is from your ancestry, mm-hmm. but it's your your actual chemistry, your, your genetics in your body and how you... Um, understanding what that your genetics are and knowing what your body what it ate, what it wants. And, and cause a lot of pe- people abuse like certain things, like mm-hmm. they overeat or blah, blah, blah. They, they everyone's got their vice. Everyone's got their vice. And so it's understanding your, um, your, your genetic chemistry. Like we, we figured that out like with, like I had digestive issues. So it's like, it, I always, I mean, it's kind of a gross thing to talk about, but totally fine. But, We're but, here for but, it. But, you know, but the thing is, is after 10 years of going to my friend, uh, to Tamara Brandon in, in San Diego, uh, she said, she goes, I just think you just have genetic issues with digestion. This is because you get, I get the same, uh, the same results every year. And, and she, and she was right. And so, and I've done DNA tests since, and, and it, had proven that. So, so I have to be very careful of the things I put in my body and, and, and knowing that, cause I want to have longevity in life. I don't want to be 80 years old and being like totally decrepit and I mean, aches and pains. Terrifying. Right. Yeah. Well, like to have, you know, to avoid the health issues that my parents have, I want to avoid those health mm-hmm. issues. So if I work out every day and I eat well every day and I take good care of myself, I mean, I'm going to, um, binge on McDonald's every so often. I mean, I mean, who doesn't love a Big Mac? I mean, when you're in the airport, what else do you have to eat? I know, eat? Sometimes, so. sometimes, like, I mean, airports are, like, carb-infested. Um, yeah, you don't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Veal-fattening pens. Um, My favorite is getting the trashy garlic knots and then hiding them in your backpack and then eating them casually throughout your 18-hour garlic flight. Garlic knots? Dude, I love garlic knots. Oh, Oh, I'm not a fan. No, <laughs> I'll do a pizza, but not garlic knots. Okay, but like when you're on an 18 like hour flight, it's like you need something that you could just tuck away, but do it's you, not going to go bad. Do you know what I do? Hmm. Nuts. That doesn't fill me up. Oh my god, I can eat a bag of like almonds or uh, cashews are my favorite. Okay, but I'll just get a bag of cashews and like I'll just woof the whole bag. And that's your like lunch and dinner. Well, I mean. I always get it. Like sometimes I get a sandwich off the plane or whatever. I'll buy yeah. a salad or whatever. 
uh, I'll bring. I'll try to bring something on with me, unless I'm upgraded, <laughs> which happens half of the time. Must be nice. I don't have that connection yet, so well, we'll have to talk about that. that well, that's <laughs> that's just flying a lot on one airline. I can tell you all the secrets. Yeah, I feel like I'm not good at the airline points. Like I just kind of like get the flight from like whatever company's paying for it, you know, and oh, then I don't get the points, which is a problem. You just say I'm going to fly this airline and I'm going to try to and you become you can get your certain status and then you you have the capability of upgrading and you earn more miles and all these great things. Yeah, Anyways. you're going to have to teach me that because yes, I don't have that. Okay. Next question is what are the most or I should say, what are you most thankful for? And then what keeps you grounded? What am I most thankful for? I feel like I'd have to say my parents, to be completely honest. As I would say... Cringeworthy as that is to say. No, I. it's not cringeworthy. I, I mean, I'm very thankful for my parents. I think they are... Um, they are, they have set a good example for who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of myself in them. Or I see, or see a lot of them in me. Um, and how they, they always believed in what we wanted and they always supported what we wanted. They like you were never forced to be this like cookie cutter type family? No, not at all. They always, they, whenever, cause I was an actor and I always mm -hmm. wanted to be an actor. That was the one thing. And they always supported me. They followed me everywhere. They came to see my shows. They always, they always said, this is the path that you've chosen. Mm -hmm. We'll support whatever, you know, and, and I'm a total go-getter. So They've always been like, you know, keep going. My father always would say to me, persevere. So I, I always call my father the rock of Gibraltar. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's literally, my dad's the coolest dude. His name is Don Swan. That's I, enough right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and, and my dad, he, he's just such a good natured, like friendly, loving, compassionate, both of my parents, even my mom, like she, they will always go to bat for me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm super grateful for them. Do you think they're what keeps you grounded now? Of course, because they are a, a, a foundation. I mean, they're 84 years old. That's so crazy. And they've been married 63 years. Wow. And so they... I like literally can't even imagine that being my lifestyle. That, But the goals... The, total goals. But it, it that they they exemplify like just such good people. They always are good natured. They have, they, they never have ill will to say about anybody. They, you know, they, they have their beliefs and, and we don't always, we, we disagree on a, a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. um, um, politics being one of them. Um, but, and, but that's what, but I, I accept that that's what, those are the, those are their beliefs mm -hmm. and, and what they, you know, what they do believe in. So I, I'm super like I'm super grateful that they're in my life and I and I try to get to see them as often as I can. You two go often. I yeah, was gonna yeah, say I, I feel like every I, time I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'll be back on the 24th. I'm like, that's in three weeks. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> well, like if I can spend as much time as I can spend with them, you know, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna have in my lifetime with them. So mm -hmm. who knows what's gonna happen? Makes so. total sense. How are they with your you coming out? Um, they were difficult. They had a difficult time. They always knew I was gay. Like since like, we were little, they said? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was dressing in drag at, at three <laughs> years old. I was wearing my sister's dresses. I, I would grab... So I would I would wear... I would wear... I would dress up in drag up the street and carry a purse and a, and a suitcase. You have a sister, right? I have an older sister. And was she like an influence in your 
drag performance up the street? No, but we used to dress up and play Runaway. Sounds beautiful. Yeah, so maybe I think that's inherent that I'm my ever since I was three, I'd always want suitcases mm-hmm. and airplane paraphernalia. Like airplanes and like I had a sleeping bag that had all the commercial airliners on it. Did you used to want to be like a pilot? Low I key? wanted to be a pilot. And then um, later on in high school, I thought about being a flight attendant. And in fact, career day in high school that I went to the flight attendant. Um, <laughs> uh, um, and they literally, I had so many questions. I could visually I, see it though, because you're always dressed nice. Your hair's always like perfect. Like you visually look like you could be a good flight attendant. Like I would be a purser. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want fish or chicken? Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Lufthansa. Anyways, I don't know if that would be the airline for you. No, I view you more. Although they, they, I, I love the flight attendants on Lufthansa. They're always like great. I don't know if I ever flew them. I've flown them like a few times. And What's like your airline shout out that like we get all these points from that you're going to teach me? Uh, American. Mm, okay. I've been flying American for twenty eight years, almost thirty years. In fact, I just became a million miler. That's last year. Wild. So I've flown over a million miles on American Airlines. What's like the favorite place you've ever been to? St. Bart's. But okay. I, you know, you have to fly to St. Martin and then you fly the, the puddle jumper to St. Bart's. Well, they say that like, unless you have a million dollars, don't even go to the island because you won't even build like a Ford lunch. Yeah, it's it's pretty expensive. Yeah, so I'm like waiting to go there. So I'm a millionaire. Well, maybe you should get a sugar daddy and he can take you. I don't think I'm doing that anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm in that like middle age ground where like I'm not allowed to be a sugar baby anymore. Sugar daddy, will you take me to St. <laughs> please? And that's a look to be in that like a beach chair, you know, and then you're with like... The older it's, guy who keeps touching you oddly, you but know? you make... See, this is the thing about going on vacations and, and, like, I don't need to do the fancy. I don't need to be, like, seen and all this kind of stuff. I go, like, to a place like that, I go away to escape. And I go, you know, and it's fun to hang out with people and, you know, and, and meet people. And I, I love being social and mm-hmm. at times. But a lot of the times it's, um like, we used to go there um every year, my ex and I, and and we would just, like, go to the new beach and there would be Anna Wintour at the end of the beach with her children. Awesome. And then Mr. Armani would walk with his, with his posse down Casual. the beach. So <laughs> Mr. Um, Mr. Armani and Anna Wintour both seen my penis. That's goals. Yes. I mean, I have, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, if I ever see her again, I'll be like, do you remember me? She probably does. <laughs> no, I doubt it. You might be the last one she's seen. Yeah, could be. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? All right, Gary, I don't know how we did this, but we're already out of time somehow. What? So I know. How I, sad. How sad. So you sure you don't want to ask me more questions? I mean, I would love to, but okay. it'll just get edited. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you're going to have to have me come on your IGTV show. Undercovers, so, yes. yes. So guys, if you do not follow The Traveling Bum, which I'm not sure how you would find me, or this episode if you don't follow The Traveling Bum, but you can follow me at, at The Traveling Bum. With no G or my personal account, Jeff Perla, with two A's. And my special guest, Garrett Swan. And where can they find you? Uh, at the Garrett Swan with two R's, two T's, and two N's. Look at that. And his IGTV, which is called Undercovers. And you'll probably see us in our underwear on an upcoming episode, right? Yes, we'll do that. We'll have to figure out an underwear company to sponsor it because... Yes, exactly. Free underwear. Exactly. Okay, I love you. Thank (laughs) you. Love you. Bye, babe. Bye, babe. Thank you.